Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and our guest today is Crow Wing County Administrator Tim Houle. Tim, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having me and I would be remiss if I did not welcome Tess back. Thank you and thank you for uh, sitting in for me that week. It was nice to hear you guys. You know, like my wife often tells me, I'll do in a pinch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did well in this pinch. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I hope you had fun. I did have fun. It was a lot of fun. So I'm glad to be back. Good. Good. Uh, One area we're not doing so well is COVID. Yeah. 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 This Delta variant uh, just has to be taken seriously, doesn't it? Well, let me start by saying there's probably nobody but healthcare professionals in our community who are more tired of talking about COVID than I am. Yeah. And yet, here I am talking about COVID again. We are in the second highest peak that we've experienced within Crow Wing County. And so we are seeing case counts that are rising to the point of 400 new cases a week in Crow Wing County. Just this morning, I saw reported in the paper from Essentia Health, nine out of the 10 intensive care unit beds at Essentia in Brainerd um, are full. Six of them requiring ventilators. Mm-hmm. Uh, half of the patients on ventilators have spent at least two weeks on the machine. Seven of the nine patients are unvaccinated. Two who are fully vaccinated, including a person in their 90s, is recovering. person in their 70s with a number of other health conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't change these facts. Um, and so I know I sound like a broken record. I know people are tired of hearing me talk about it. Mm-hmm. And yet I don't know how to walk away from this. Well, yeah. These are facts that we're going to have to deal with as a community. And the concern I have is how many of your listeners out there are going to have a normal health crisis, like a stroke, a heart attack, like a heart attack. And there's no bed for them. And, they may, and there may not be a bed for you. And we know that time is critical in those kinds of circumstances. And so I know I sound like a broken record, folks, but please get vaccinated. Um, we want this to be over. Yeah. Uh, the two things I saw were not only the numbers you're talking about this morning, but I saw a stat on vaccination rates, and they remain flat. It's And again, I, I don't know what it takes uh, to get people to do something simple, not only for themselves, but for others in the community, to simply get a vaccine that will prevent these problems we just talked about from happening. Mm-hmm. And it's not about you. It's about uh, that neighbor who has the heart attack who can't even get into the hospital because of all the patients in there for COVID. Yes. It's simple. Get a vaccine. It's simple. Get a vaccine. And Crow Wing County is actually doing relatively well in the neighborhood for vaccination. 61% of the people who are 16 or older Mm -hmm. in Crow Wing County have got it. So we're darn near approaching um, two out of every three. Um, or I'm sorry, we're and, and as a state, we're getting very close to we're up past three out of every four Minnesotans yeah. have been vaccinated. That's a pretty overwhelming majority. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're in Aiken County, they have pretty high vaccination rates. If for your listeners that are in Todd or Wardena County, those rates are lower Not so and much. the case rates reflect it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I do track this data. Uh, I suppose I'm a data nerd, but um, <laughs> I can't. I don't know what else to do with these facts. You can't ignore them. You can't ignore the stats. I don't know what else to do with them. And the other thing I'd say, if it was onerous to get the vaccine, that would be different. But it's not. They're free, and every clinic has them. Mm -hmm. You just call. They'll be happy to give you a shot. Yeah. 
This is what it boils down to. Might be your father that has a heart attack. Might be your grandfather, your grandmother, your mother. Um, Or your child gets in a car accident and needs that intensive care bed. We'd sure like to see those beds more available than they are today. Um, Tim, in the meantime, as we head into this fourth quarter, of course, uh, I'm sure the – the county commissioners are talking budget for next year, and of course, taxes are due once again here in October. <laughs> yeah, death and taxes. Here he comes. You know, it seems like I've I've picked some dreary subjects today. <laughs> uh, property taxes, yes, they are due on October fifteenth. So, just want to remind folks of that deadline. You can pay online. You can come in person. You can come by mail. You can bring them to our office at three twenty two Laurel Street. We have a drop box that's in front of our land services building. We're trying to make it as easy as possible for people to pay their taxes. Um, on average, just to give your listeners some kind of an idea, for all property taxes that are collected in Crow Wing County, the county keeps 32 cents out of every dollar. We are the collection agency for all the cities, all the townships, all the school districts. And so the rest of the dollar that you pay in county to the county goes to those other jurisdictions. Um, so it helps with public. The 32 cents that you send to us, of course, focuses on public safety, highway construction, maintenance and snow plowing, courts, waters and wetlands. Uh, land and veteran services, a whole bunch of things like that. Yeah. So, yep, death and taxes. It's coming, folks. Sorry to be the bearer of burden of bad news, but it's it is. time to pay our taxes again. Yeah. And as we head through October, there's some people like Tess's husband who are getting very excited about the deer hunting season that is coming up. Yeah, road construction and deer con- and deer hunting. Those there are the two is. seasons in Minnesota, I think. Um, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know that that's coming. And Crow Wing County has for the last number of years, I think your listeners probably know, there was one deer that was found in Crow Wing County a couple of years back that uh, had chronic wasting disease. Yes. This is a highly infectious uh, disease that can transfer between the deer, and it is transmitted through defective proteins called prions, uh, and that is transmitted through saliva, bodily fluids, and Mm -hmm. those bodily fluids get into the soil, and those defective proteins will sit there for a long time. Mm. And so that's why we're still doing it, even though there's only been one. We do not want the local deer herd to become broadly infected with chronic wasting disease if we can avoid it. So we are taking your deer carcasses free for disposal. And what we're doing is basically concentrating all of that into one place, and then we treat that. Mm -hmm. And so it is a great way for us to try to make sure that we're not putting those prions on the landscape. That's what we're trying to avoid is deer carcasses thrown out in, you know, just out on the ground. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what we've probably historically done. Um, but now mm, maybe you should bring it to the landfill. We'll take it free. We just want to make sure that you know, keep it separate from your regular garbage because we are going to handle it differently. I got it. We're going to incinerate it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And I know, too, they kind of stress about not feeding deer, you know, because yeah. they can kind of pass it that way, too, if they're at a feeder of some sort. And It'll so congregate them. That. Yeah. It'll congregate them. And that's what you really don't want to see is yeah. that, you know, they're congregating in close proximity if one of them has CWD. Yep. Yeah, and all putting their same mouths into that yeah. corn pile, that's where it gets transferred. So. Yeah, so what can you do? Well, one thing we want you to do is keep hunting. Yeah, um, of course. Certainly managing the deer herd Please. is an important part of keeping disease <laughs> at bay. Yep. Um, so keep hunting. Get your deer checked. Check with the Minnesota DNR for steps to do this at dnr.state.mn.us. Um, and bring us your carcass. We will take it for you free of charge. 
Tim, do you know, uh, or is that under the DNR's jurisdiction, is there going to be testing again? There has been testing the last couple of years. They did mandatory testing the first year after the one deer was found. Uh, Last year, they did voluntary testing. I would expect, given that we haven't found a new one, that they will do voluntary testing again. Okay. So I would encourage folks to do that. But even if you don't do the testing, you got to get rid of it somewhere, bring it to the landfill. We'll take it off your hands. Excellent. Good idea. Okay. Um, let's see. What else should we talk about? Uh, do I understand you have a need in the community services uh, division at the county? Yeah, volunteer drivers. So we are out there recruiting uh, volunteer drivers to help folks who may need help getting to various appointments. It's a great opportunity to help out you know, your fellow citizens mm-hmm. who have some needs of assistance. Um, there is a little extra income. That's generally not why people do this, but we will reimburse you for your mileage at the IRS rate. You got to have a reliable vehicle. You got to pass a background check and you have to have a clean driving record with a valid driver's license. You have to carry liability auto insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do think this is a great opportunity, especially for our retirees, which we know we have a fair number of in our community. Oh, if yeah. you're interested in getting out of the house, and doing a little socialization. I think it's a good opportunity for you. So give us a call if you're interested. You can contact Matt at 218-824-1228. Very good. We're going to have to dial all those digits coming very soon. (laughs) Very good. That's coming. Yes, it is, isn't it? I forgot about that. We'll yeah. soon have to dial 218 for every single call. Every single call. There, You know, you won't be able to omit the area code from any wow. call. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. And 4-H events. You've, it's National 4-H Week this week, is it, it not? Is. Yeah. I really like ending on a positive note. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> there we go. You know, 4-H is one of the few things that county government gets involved with youth on that is positive in nature. Yeah. More often we're involved with youth in truancy or delinquency, yeah. and it's just such a heavy field. So 4-H is one of my soft spots, I guess, <laughs> because we do have just great stories that come out of this. Um, we had this past season 128 youth showcased learning at the county fair. That's what those projects represent wow. is a kid learning how to do something that they didn't know how to do before. Cool. 81 of them showcased animals at the, at, at the county fair. You take responsibility for a living, sentient being. You're going to learn some skills Skills. of responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, 86 youth showcased general projects at the county fair. We went to the state fair, and we had 25 youth there. We had five youth at the state shooting uh, sports competition, the state horse show. We had 14 youth, state dog show, two. Northeast Livestock Show 18. Wow. Youth. So growing County's 4-H program is very healthy, very mm-hmm. robust. There's a lot of clubs around, but if you have a kid who would be interested in that, it is open to all kindergarten through a year past high school. There's no fee to join 4-H. There's many opportunities, including livestock, dog training, shooting sports, performing arts, fine arts. Um, and I think a lot of people think when you join 4-H, you have to have a horse or you have to have a cow yeah, or you no. got to have a bunny. There's, but there's none of that. You oh, don't need to have that. It could be about um, their learning and growth in public speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we just find that 4-H does a great job at instilling a lot of life skills in some of our up-and-coming youth. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, just a great thing. We are uh, enrolling right now for the 2021-2022 4-H year. And so if someone is interested, you can contact our extension office at 218 824 
1065. Just would encourage awesome. folks that have kids that are interested, great thing to get them involved in. It's also not just for rural kids. Well, that's what I was yeah. going to say. A lot of the misnomer is it's for farm kids, yes. but mm-hmm. that is not the case. Not the case. Yeah. Not the case at Anybody. all. Anybody. Yep. Yeah. yep. All right. Good, Good stuff. stuff. And uh, as we said, I know the, the commissioners are probably working on the budget this time of the year. Yes. Any any inkling on uh, how things are going there, Tim? We certified a preliminary levy increase of 3.99%. That's lower than the last two years. Uh, and so I think that is movement in the right direction. Um, we still have challenges in county government, but we're trying to manage those challenges in a way that avoids peaks and valleys in mm-hmm. our levy going forward. So trying to find a way to get a fairly consistent levy strategy that just helps to fund the ongoing costs of county government. And of course, it's up to commissioners whether or not we ever expand the scope of county government. That's a policy decision that's properly left to people with a, an election certificate. Mm-hmm. Last question is, uh, we hear from so many businesses across Growing County that are looking for help. Is the mm-hmm. county looking for help as well? You know, we're always looking for good staff. I would tell you, I think right now Crow Wing County has about the best collection of talent I've seen in the 13 years that I've worked there. I'm very proud of the talent that we have. And um, so we have had really good luck in in recruiting and retaining. And we have, you know, primary wage earning jobs. These are generally not at the entry level for most positions. They generally require that you come to us with some background training or skills. And our skills are very specific. Social work, police work, engineering. But um, And so in those narrower fields, we have not necessarily experienced um, problems. Law enforcement is always a challenge for yeah, us, yeah. Um, but we are more successfully recruiting out of the metro now. Mm. So They want to come here. Well, and who can blame them, <laughs> really? Yeah, who right. can blame them? Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Well, Tim, Thank you for being here today. It's always great to see you. And don't forget that second career in radio is waiting for you here if Tess ever needs a vacation day. You know, nobody called after I was on. No, no, nobody called. I don't know. I took that as a sign, game. You did great. It was fun to listen to you guys. I'm going to keep my day job. All right. Tim, always a pleasure to have you here. Thank Thanks. you much. And we'll see you again next month. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Tim. Good to see you guys. Tim Houle is our Crow Wing County Administrator. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. And that is today's edition of Community Focus. Our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime on our website. You just go to 1067wjjy.com. And you can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.